Where's the remote? It's time for TV Topics, where those who love television discuss the series and performances that should be on your radar. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the TV Topics podcast. I am your host, Stephen Prusikowski. It's been a while since our last episode, and sadly, the world has gone to hell. Luckily, there's no hell mouth, but hey, it feels close enough. Today, I'm back with a new guest, one who I've always wanted to speak with, but never thought I'd have the chance. Well, I had my chance. You'll remember as Sunnydale's funny-fearing, song-slaying, vengeance-demon Anya in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, she recently appeared in all her black-and-white glory as a citizen of the quaint town of Westview in Disney Plus's WandaVision. She's currently back hanging out with some of the Scooby gang for Audible's audio adventure, Slayer's a Buffyverse Story. Welcome to TV Topics, the incredible Emma Caulfield Ford. How are you doing today? I'm well, thank you. Yeah, how are you? I'm doing great. I can't wait to talk to you about Slayers, a Buffyverse story. But before we do, let's start with some TV Topics questions. Remember, there's no pressure, no right or wrong answers, just a bit of fun. What has your relationship with TV been like looking back over the years? Were you a TV junkie, watching everything, or very selective? Oh, gosh, my relationship to TV. To TV. Sorry. To TV. Um... No, I wouldn't say I'm, I mean, I don't watch everything, no. Um, I would say I'm someone who obsessively loves a handful of shows. <clears throat> and over the past few years, well, sorry, my throat's getting really dry, so I apologize. Um, I would say the past few years, it's been pretty cool because certain shows that I love you know, there's like a couple or something that happened during one part of the year and then they're over, but then the, the other shows start, you know, so there's something kind of year round that I love as opposed to, you know, like a long time ago where it was just like, these are when the shows are out and then they're done. And like, you know, and a lot of them weren't really very good. So, you know, I feel like we've been, we've, uh, we've been blessed with an, an, an abundance of quality um, artistry, I would say, for the past, you know, few years, at least five, 10 years, maybe. And it uh, covers so many genres, too. It's not just, you know, the usual four or five cop shows and stuff. Yeah, I feel like, you know, it, there's some show for every part of my personality, <laughs> I guess, um, you know all of them brilliantly acted by actual actors and not AI. So throw that one in there. Please do. Uh, going back a little bit further, what primetime show or shows stand out to you or have a special meaning? Was there anything that you remember when you think of your childhood that this is the show? My childhood? Like, are we talking like legit child? Like no, little any, child? Or anything, like age? Just looking yeah. back at anything that, that stands out, like... You know, they kind uh, of helped form your idea of TV or your love of television uh, or anything, whatever it means to you. Right. I, I would say as a com like comedy would have been Shears. Um, that stands up. I just saw some of them recently. I don't remember what, I don't remember how, but I was like, you know, the jokes still land. Everything still lands. It's, they were, they were all, Every single one of those actors was an absolute genius at, at what they did. Um, the writing, um, James Burroughs, just like the whole 
the whole thing. Um, iconic. Um, and of course, friends. And now, you know, the horrible loss, Matthew yeah. Perry, which I'm still not quite, I don't think I process this at all. It feels very, it feels very other, do you know? Um, totally. So, yeah, those those two. I suppose my my adolescence, um, like the X Files, like that's that's a that's a high one for me. Um, and then like Next Generation, <laughs> Star Trek. Like I love, I love Star Trek. I love Star Trek. Um, that that one being my favorite of all of them, the Next Generation, um, and Voyager. Are you watching the newer stuff? Uh, I, I did a little bit, um, uh, you know, I think, I think from, I haven't seen this last, this last bit, um, with everybody kind of reunited again. I haven't seen that. Um, I do want to though. I just haven't done it yet. Uh, I think for me, you know, like what, what works so much about at least a next generation or Voyager, but specifically next generation, there was just a lot of, there was just a prevailing sense of hope, even, you know, no matter how bleak the situation was, it felt like, you know, things somehow were going to be okay. Um, and that, uh, yeah, there was, there's a level of darkness, a very modern take. There's a level of darkness, whether it's in the lighting, whether it's in the way things are just, the story is told that I'm like, I get enough darkness in life, like seeing it around. Like, I don't, you know, if I'm going to, I, I, I like, I, I think I expect something that, you know, under what do you call it? That property to give me a certain something and not that not that the actors not it's nothing to do with that it's just like oh i'm i'm looking for something with more harder humor i suppose um which is not to say that i don't love dark stuff uh the leftovers recently well, in oh recent yeah 10 Fantastic. years that like rearranged my molecules so that was the, the best <laughs> thing i've ever seen um See, I'll go dark. It's just, I didn't want dark and Trek. <laughs> I want a light Trek. Check out the new Strange New Worlds. It's much lighter. The last season of Picard, especially as a TNG fan, is great. But the Strange New Worlds is maybe my favorite. I was not like a hardcore Trekkie, kind of picked it up, but you know, a little bit here and there. And yeah. this is the one that I'm like, okay, this is my show. Yeah. Oh, I will have to check that out. You kind of answered this already. Shows that make you laugh. Is there one in particular that you put on to pick you up? Or makes you laugh most? Um, friends. Community. Community is another one. Community, pound for pound. That that show, so good. Um, yeah, uh, friends. Friends and community, both of those. I'm sure there's another one I'm just forgetting right now. I mean, there are ones that do make me laugh, but they're not like outright comedies. You know, shows, you know, like The Bear. Oh, yeah. Which is probably my favorite show going on. Uh, at the moment, that and evil with my culture. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I swear yeah. your taste is like, that's exactly, I'm watching The Bear with my daughter. I'm watching Evil with my wife. You finished it then, The Bear? Have yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, like the um, 
Thanksgiving was it the Thanksgiving Christmas fishes fishes yeah I was like I can I was saying I was like some animal but I couldn't think of the name of it <laughs> like honestly I think that's the best I, I put that in the top five anything like I've ever watched like that piece that one hour or more or whatever um was pure art like that was ev- everybody's performance and that was insane Jamie Lee Curtis like mm-hmm. like just give her everything <laughs> like all the awards um odin kirk i uh, like every, all of everybody odin kirk john bernthal like i can't I can't with john bernthal this is just is so good just breaks your heart um yeah so those yeah those are those are the like evil and the bear are, are my yeah. Those are my Evil, I'm a little behind on it. I'm catching up on it. I was just amazed how dark it was. It was originally on CBS and how mm-hmm. dark it was and, and actually scary. Um, mm-hmm. And I was enjoyed that. And I was like, you don't, re- you know, rarely do you get creeped out anymore. And yeah. a few minutes in when George is on the ceiling looking at her and I'm like, okay, this show knows my scary bone. I know. Oh, it just, it gets so, it, they, yeah. The move to Paramount Plus definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they up they up the ante, and it's delicious. I, I I can't recommend that show enough to people, and they're all they're all just so good. And you mentioned another, I mean, top five of all time. I believe the leftovers, which you said, that finale is maybe you know the best the best finale of ever of any show ever. It's like ever, yeah. They like they answered your questions, but not really answered your questions. Mm-hmm. It's sort of like, I mean, my interpretation of that is that absolutely happened. Like that's where she went and that's, that's where everybody else went, but it didn't matter. And I love that about that show. They, they never had any intention and to tell you what happened. It's like, yeah, that happened, but that's like incidental. Like who cares? There's, we're going to focus on this aftermath. Um, And they like international assassin. I think that's that episode name where he goes, Justin Thrill goes into the other world, his dead world. Mm-hmm. I don't know, his dream, whatever that world is that he enters into when he's, he, he dies again. Like that was one of the best pieces of uh, whatever you want to call it art. Like I've, I've, I've seen it is. Yeah. <clears throat> and it puts you through so many emotions. It's so, and it's so strong. Like it, it really hits you deep. Um, even just yeah. like the early scenes when she goes to get breakfast, she turns around, the family's gone. I'm like, it's it's too much it's too much right now to even think about it yeah it's intense it took me yeah I was struggling with that definitely for the first couple of episodes and I think by episode three which I think was focusing on the priest maybe or the uh, the minister reverend um I think by that point I could start to see the, the humor in that as well you know like it it wasn't so what's that movie the road you know it just it didn't feel so like grim. so grim yeah i just i yeah i i mean i appreciate artists who can go do that and and make that story but as i just don't for me personally i don't want to sit and spend a, you know limited free time being depressed after work and real life is not just one painted with one mm-hmm. swatch you have to have these different shades of gray and yeah to really connect otherwise it's just going to be misery porn which is yeah maybe for some people but not for me no not for me either i i don't want that i don't you know i i need to i need to know that something positive is going to happen you know 
I don't know. That's probably because like Terminator, you know, when he says, you know, it's in your nature to destroy yourselves, that that is probably one of the truest, like purest forms of truth I've ever read or watched, heard, whatever. And I'm like, that is so spot on with humanity. It is in our nature to destroy ourselves. And so I think for me, I'm constantly looking for something like Star Trek, perfect example where shows that we got it right. Yeah, some hope. Yeah. You know, we're all there still, you know, meeting other races of other planets and whatever who are like, we, you know, oh, we want to destroy you or whatever. But, you know, humanity, its totality has got its together, you know, mm-hmm. and that, that, that brings me hope, joy. That yeah. makes me happy. Hey, that works. I, I agree. You can turn on the news if you want to be depressed. Yeah. Going uh, into a slightly different direction, do you have a guilty pleasure? Uh, show that you'll watch that people will be surprised to love? I don't think so. I think everything I watch is good. <laughs> I, I think I have a guilty pleasure. Um, no. I mean, I can't even think of a show out there. I, I'm literally like, I'm, I feel like everything's just been very, very good. I'm not a reality TV show person, so I don't, I don't know any of that at all. Um I did really love the first season of Survivor, like way back when I was like, this is good. Like I'm into that. Um, and the first season of American Idol. And then that was it. Uh, I'm, yeah, I haven't seen anything. Oh, well, no. I mean, I guess Queer Eye is reality, but that's just good. You know, that just makes me happy. Um, I have guilty pleasure movies, but I don't have really guilty pleasure TV shows. Want to name one? Oh, uh, the original Flash Gordon. Oh, yeah. You can't beat that Queen soundtrack. I mean, yeah, dude. It is the Queen soundtrack. Like, that's just, that's too good. Uh, yeah. Anaconda, Halo. Like, I don't know what John Voight was doing in that movie. And I don't want to know because I was just like, this is giving me so much joy. <laughs> like, right now. <laughs> um, like, oh, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Like, it's so visually beautiful, but I don't, I feel like, they all must have been in on some. They, I feel. I feel like collectively they were in on a joke. I feel like thematically, it's so it's so far off from what any of them were doing at the like as actors. Do you know? It was so like over the top, but yeah, it feels it feels like a goof, mm-hmm. a very visually beautiful goof. Um, and I'll watch it time and time again. Like I'll never not watch that movie. I I I love it. So I think, and I mean, those do, I think those count. Yeah, of course. Some great picks there. Yeah. Um, I always think with Dracula that it's mm. always like when you think, oh, wait, Keanu Reeves was in that. Like, yeah. how? How did that happen? He's just like not your the pick you would, you know, not the selection you would expect. But he finishes right. that, comes out, and he has a, another 20 plus years in his career and he's going strong. It's crazy. You know, I've always loved Keanu Reeves. Mm-hmm. Um, as a, like a human being, uh, yeah, he's the best. It's like, what would Keanu Reeves do? You know, it's like, exactly. <laughs> it's like a t-shirt. Just be more <laughs> like, just, I think we could all do with more like him, um, in the world. Um, sure. and I, I, I find him utterly watchable. Like I will always watch a Keanu Reeves movie. Um, the John Wick movies, all of them, the matrix, mm-hmm. um, he was actually, I think, really great in that movie. I can't think of the name of it. This is a really dark movie with Kate Blanchett. She plays like a, 
um, a medium. Katie Holmes is in it too. The gift. Gift. Yes. Yeah. Great in that. He's great in that. Um, yeah, I I wasn't criticizing him. I I love him, and I'm Bill and Ted's is one of my all time favorite. Oh my god, Bill and Ted. Everything, every interview you see with him, and every time you you read about him, it's like positivity, which is yeah exactly what we need more of. So oh, we need more of yeah. I'm going to switch channels a little bit to your recent work on the Audible original Slayers, a Buffyverse story. Yeah. So before we get into that specifically, I was curious, what got you into acting? Where did it all begin for you? Oh, gosh. Like professionally, honestly, that was just it was a fluke. I um, I was I moved up to Los Angeles for college and I was waiting tables in Westwood and I was stopped on the street by an agent with a very reputable from a very reputable agency and like are you an actor you should be an actor I'm like well dude like I got it like whatever loser uh <laughs> and then I you know I it was like a couple of months or whatever and I said why not like I'll call <clears throat> I went out on a couple of like like a commercial or something. And I booked them, which gave me a false sense. Like, well, this is just super easy. I'm, I'm just going to keep doing this and it's going to be amazing. <clears throat> and then I was always like, loved drama, loved TV, loved movies, loved, you know, theater. Like I, I loved all of that stuff. I was definitely, you know, I thought oh, it would be so fun to be an actress when I was little, like, I'm going to do that. Um, you know, um, but my plans were, you know, I want to get my degree in psychology. I'm going to, you know, and then I can go entertain a, what was essentially this really unique, you know, fun little hobby for me. It was not something that I had, it didn't go that that was, that was literally just an intervention, like divine intervention. Like, Hey, you're going to do this. Just, you're going to go here though, right now. Uh, and that's what I did. And, um, you know, like that was it. And there were, there were a few times <clears throat> really early on where I was like, I just, I'm not cut out for this, really the business part of it. I was like, this is not fun for me. Like, this is not, I just, I was just very like put, I don't know, put off by the, the ick of it all, you know, like I, mm -hmm. I don't, I'm, I can't play these games that don't and the rejection and all of that. I was like, Oh, I'm, I'm not going to do that. Um, but you know, I just somehow kept getting pulled back in. So that's, that's how, <laughs> that's how, that's it. You know, there's, there's sliding doors where I'm, you know, I have a really dope office overlooking, you know, I don't know, some, I'm in the woods somewhere in a, or like I'm by the ocean and I have clients all day. And then I, you know, go out and play in the sand <laughs> afterwards, you know, but I'm an actor. So a writer, actor, I'm an artist. It's just, uh, that's, that's my life. That's great. And then you fast forward. So yep. 30 years mm -hmm. or so, and uh -huh. you are now starting up the Slayers audio adventure, or audio drama mm -hmm. uh, for Audible. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there were some TV shows that I can't discuss right now in between. Right. But I, I'm well, curious. You know, it, it's a previous, you know, 
there were, you know, these characters were established a long time mm -hmm. ago. Um, some, uh, well, I guess one or two of them in the in Slayers were not established a long time ago. Um, they're new. Um, and I think, you know, for me, uh, I, like, I was very done. I'd never, ever wanted to go back and revisit that character. This is just all of it. You know, I, you know, I kept my friendships from the show. <clears throat> Excuse me, I don't know why that's happening. I thought I'd turn that off. Um, uh, but, you know, Amber, I, you know, Amber's my friend and Amber had a very cool take and it just, it didn't really take much convincing when she started pitching it. And, uh, I was like, that's it. I'll do it. You're the only person I'll do this for. This is, I would never come back, but, but for you. Um, and I'm, I'm so glad that I did because honestly it was one of the most fun projects times I have had since I started this when I was, you know, 19. Oh my God, 19. Um, yeah. So yeah, I was like, I don't want this to end. We're just, can we just keep doing these? You know, can this just be like our job every single day? Just come into these, come into the booth and just laugh. And like, you know, I have, I just have a lot of love for this group. So the relationship between the series and uh, and Slayers has always been really strong amongst mm -hmm. like the group. It's kind of retained that family. I mean, for me, yeah, for the most part, as, as far as I can tell. I mean, I've, yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> yes. Because as a fan, you watch and say, you know, like your idea is, oh, they're all best buds. And a lot of times you find out, oh, no, they drifted apart. But, mm -hmm. you know, what I've been hearing is, uh, you know, Amber and and uh, and James and everybody and, and Charisma, that there's mm -hmm. this kind of life that continued on, you know. So yeah, even... and same, same with me and Sarah, me and Tony, like, and Seth and Tom, like, these are all my friends. I love them all, you know, and not all of the cast is in Slayers for a variety of reasons, but that's, you know, that's what that is. Um, uh, but Amber very much was able to tell the story she wanted to tell. So um, hopefully they'll get their season two and three and whatever, and we'll just keep having a great time. Yeah. Because um, they're so, you know, there's just there's so there's so much to tell in this in this world and like any any really great show uh is great because there's the the characters are really strong and they're i mean like i will be really sad when the bear is no longer on tv like i mm -hmm. love every single one of those characters mm, well i know amber is a writer um i mean initially from the show but amber's been a writer and a good one for a very long time and done very well um and she she's you know she knows the history you know we all i mean that's all public at this point you know so mm -hmm. um you know and she knew too that you know specifically i had like issues 
with how certain things were done uh, back. Remember, we're still striking. So it's like, uh, that, you know, back, back in the day. Um, and so, you know, uh, I don't remember her exact words. It was just, it was very kind of, um, hey, I'm doing this. And it was like, no way, not touching it. Thank you so much. Love you though. And I'm sure it's going to be great, but no. And she's like, well, just hear me out. You know? So with Anya and this kind of, you know, gave a little bit of a pitch and then I just hadn't, I just never allowed, I don't know. I just hadn't thought of it that way. Um, and I thought, wow, this would actually be very cool and a good opportunity to do things with her or have, 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 have some, I think some integrity and honor with her that I felt was not given before. So, so that was it. So what were the, what was like the first moments when you all re reunited the cast is there, not only reunited with the cast, but also with that character and step back into you know, the Anya mindset. Oh, well, seeing everybody like that in that setting. I mean, I've seen, you know, most of everybody in some way or another, um, but not like that. So that was wild. That was wild. It was, it was just a very, I don't have anything to compare it to because it's never happened before. So mm -hmm. um, we're just older and wiser and, and, I don't know, like all the love and joy is there. Um, and it didn't take very long, you know, our, sh our shorthand and the way we could speak to one another and like, oh, I, bet, I know if I bet if I deliver a line like this, they'll do that, you know, fun stuff. Um, not quite the same thing as being on a set and, you know, like we're all in a room with, you know, the headphones and the mic and whatever, and we're, we're quite married to a certain space. Um, but the energy is palpable, the chemistry is palpable. Um, and then, you know, for Anya, like, because it wasn't a direct pickup of that Anya, first of all. Um, so, you know, finding any sort of like natural tweaks to that and, but also like getting her voice back. Um, mm -hmm the way she spoke, but it's like, ah, oh, you speak exactly like that. Like, how do I, how do I do that? And Yanka was, you know, pretty straightforward. Like just really only one way I can do that. And, um, and then the, I think the internet smell very sweetly called it pup Yanka, which I love. I think that's adorable. Um, that was done on the fly. That was something I was prepared completely differently. And then that was just like, oh, wait, I have an idea. Um, I just try it like this, whatever. And, you know, it, it we're like, yes, we're going to do that. You know, uh, it's weird as hell. And we're going to do it. Um, and yeah, <laughs> Those are the best. it's so fun. And, you know, doing them all together in a scene, you know, going from, Anya, Anyanka, Anyanka, pup, Anyanka, back to Anya, you know, all of that. And the, the vocal acrobatics, you know, my, mm -hmm. my, my throat was shot by the end of, you know, every day. I mean, I was downing the hot water. I'm probably not scalding hot water. You get the drift, but like, 
you know, warm water with lemon and honey, just tons of it, just, uh, yeah. And chloroseptic, like numbing my throat. Um, yeah. I was going to yeah. ask you, cause an Yanka voice has to be a lot. And then right into the, uh, the pup. Yeah. Like, yeah. It the was whole crazy. vocal range. I don't even know, dude. I, I was sweating. I, I mean, it was, it was a workout, you know, cause then physically, you know, I've got to like get in the dog, you know, or, or you know, whatever. And the, you know, it's, it's a state of, you know, like up there. So the concentration, just like all of it, cause you know, you only have so many takes. I only could have really so many takes before my voice was just going to be, um, you know, where I wouldn't be able to work the next day. So it's like, mm. oof. Um, like how many more do you got it? You know, how many more do you got in you? I'm like, mm, one more, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, this just it's it was uh complete it was inspiring. I never wanted to touch her again. And um I found a whole new very several new versions of her to do, which have been completely just reinvigorating, not vinegarating. <laughs> <laughs> For those who haven't listened yet, uh, can you tell us a little bit about the, the new Anya and uh, how she's different than um, previous version we've yeah. seen? Uh, well, Anya is, um, you know, she's she's into uh, witchery. Um, you know, her, her history, I guess, is fairly similar, not, uh, just in terms of like her, her origins, you know, um, you know, in, in this world, you know, cause obviously, you know, and not this, well, there's so many worlds going on here. So I don't yeah. know in, in one world, she's, you know, she's front, you know, very close with with Tara, character Tara and, and Cordelia. Still very flirty with Spike, which I think is hilarious. Um, and, you know, she's she's much more centered in herself. She's not out there, you know, trying to figure out how to deal with being human. You know, she's she has she has a different source of power and she, you know, I think she does an okay job with it. Um, and as far as like, you know, Anyanka, you know, Anyanka is just bad. She's just, she's just bad. So that's really fun to do. Um, it's delicious to be bad. You know, you can really sink your teeth into that. Um, it's hard to do vocally, but um, it's so much fun. And then, you know, the, there's a point where um Anyanka is is transformed through Anya's witchery into a dog. Um so yeah. <laughs> I mean it's kind of I think it's one of those things you have to really hear to truly appreciate if I say it like if I just talk about it, it sounds like what are you mm -hmm. talking about? But it trust me, it does actually make sense when you when you hear them all together. Oh, it does. Yeah, and you you have to. I, I at the time when I first heard about the you know your third character or variation on Anya, I was like, okay, a little skeptical. And then when I heard it, I was like, oh, I get this. I like this. I I do a little writing for a podcast where we have scripted. It's set in space, 
we talk um, sci-fi and we talk Star Trek and things like that, but it's yeah. set in space. So we have robots and aliens right. and clones and all this show up. Right, so right. I appreciate people taking a, taking the chances, you know, taking risks and saying, you know, we're not just going to go straight forward. So it was a lot of fun to have uh, that variation in that. Well, I'm glad. Yeah, people seem to have really liked it. So that's good. You can always say that. So you, you rocked out before. You you, you put out your, your singing voice, which was tremendous. Will we ever hear you sing again? Is there a, a chance that in a future Slayers? I mean, I would love that. I already told Amber and Christopher, I'm like, oh, I think I really, I'm really pushing for you know, there to be some kind of Anya journal like Taylor Swift where she writes about love, <laughs> lack of love, or the pursuit of love, or, you know, um, just her, just her thoughts about things in general. Um, uh, yeah, I think, I, I think it'd be great for Anya to have like a, an, an untapped musical uh, musicians, you know, artistry somewhere in there. Uh, but mainly because I'm, I'm such a Swifty, like it's embarrassing. Huh. So, you know, any chance I get to like pay homage, I'm like, I write, I write, I, I don't know how good it is, but I actually do write song lyrics. I write lyrics all the time. I have oh. folders full of songs that I, <laughs> like, they'll never see the light of day, but oh, I put them out there. But they're they're there, um, not for me to sing. They're just lyrics. I'm like, I don't. I sometimes I hear a melody, but most of the time I don't. They're just lyrics or random poetry or whatever. And I'm like, oh yeah, I could, I can definitely do. I could, you know, very easily tweak them into some sort of Taylor Swift version. Um, Anya's Anya Swift. Um, I'd love to hear it. Um, I I personally would love to do it. I think it would. It, yeah. <laughs> That would be hilarious. Huh. Um, uh, and again, I don't know how good it would be. <laughs> but, you know, uh, that's for the sound booth to, you know, make that work. Hey, that's, you know, one step at a time. Yeah. You got the running done. You, you want to do it. I'm sure we can, you can make it work. Well, I can't. No, I, then I, yeah, no, I'd be like, this is sort of inspiration because I'm not the, I'm not the writer of the show, obviously. I'd be like, well, this is this, you know, sort of what I'm working with in here. Um, and I'll see what, see what they say, but they're, they're open. Everyone just wants to do it again. So, but mm -hmm. you know, it's not up to us, so we'll see. So we met at NYC or we met at New York comic-con, uh, briefly. I was at a round table. I don't know if you remember. Oh, me, yes. Of course. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> my, my daughter's name is Cordelia. That's where yeah. I started. Um, but Charisma had, was speaking. She was responding to me about, um, how things closed out last time around and it was a very moving very emotional moment and then you were just about to start and then uh someone tapped you on the shoulder and said hey time to wrap mm. you let out an obscenity <laughs> which yeah. we all at the table agreed with and i was like oh don't this is not the time if there's ever a time not to but yeah. you were about uh charisma was kind of passing the the mic to you about she said um it was painful for you and your closure, you know, or lack thereof with Anya. And I was wondering if you recall what you're going to say there, or if you can tap into that a little bit, because um, I know as a fan, you know, the, the end of Anya was so 
abrupt. And I'm like, well, yeah, you know, you know. Yeah. so go ahead. If you... uh, no, I mean, look, I'm not holding on to any pain. Uh, mm -hmm. There's no, there's, there's been no 20 years of pain that I'm, I'm sitting with. It was more like, like, really, dude, like, that's, that's how we're going to do it. Mm -hmm. Like, okay. You know, uh, sure. There there's, that was, that was, that was very much a, a personal way to have me go out and just sort of leave it there. I mean, yes, I did ask to be killed off, but no, I never, um, thought that it would be done with such callousness or an afterthought, you know, mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I hear your message loud and clear. So, um, so yeah, you know, um, that was that, that, that capped off, that capped off, uh, you know, I'll just say that just, that made perf. That was just like the perfect ending to how that, uh, to how so I don't, like, I, I hate going back and talking about the past because it's so pointless. There's nothing to it. Like it's been, mm. it's, it's whatever. Um, but the, the disregarding of her uh, was personal. Like that was, that was, you know, so I, I don't feel like, um, I feel like that was there was there wasn't uh, much consideration for fan service at that point. If you know what I mean, so yeah, sure, yeah. So yeah, to, right. to be able to work in an environment where there's none of that around, you know, where it's just, you know, um, where everyone is uh, heard and everybody is on equal footing and we're all like truly doing this as a, like as a unit, it's, um, it's, it's great. Yeah. It seems like there were a lot of difficult emotions, not just for, uh, the cast, but also for the fans, you know, all this stuff came, comes up. And then I was like, you know, what, do you abandon it? Do you stop no, wearing a Buffy shirt? Do you... I'm so against that. I'm so against that. You can't, you know, there, it's not, you cannot spoil, you can't disregard, erase, cancel something because of uh, of actions of one or two or whatever. Like you can't do that. It's a. Mm -hmm. It's still. It's a. It's a piece. It's. It's a wonderful piece of work that was created. You know, um, done from very talented people. Um, and it wasn't, you know, you see our faces, but, you know, they're writers and there's the best crew on the planet. They were still this day, I think the best crew ever. Um, it's, it's dishonoring to disregard the sacrifices that people made to put that show on. They're not seeing your families, you know, the, 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 the lack of, turn you know like we shot a lot of episodes and you know there back then you know you have a long order you know mm -hmm. it's like 10 months of really six days a week because you 
you go to Friday and you work all into Saturday, you know, morning, 5 a.m., and then you go to sleep. So your Saturday's gone. You have a Sunday and back, you know, especially for the crew, you're back in at 5 a.m. or whatever. Um, so to to say, oh, we know, no, we can't watch that or we feel weird. I'm like, please don't. Like, enjoy, enjoy what, because, you know, despite that, when we all enjoyed what we were able to do too, you know, it's a, and there's a lot of love there. So yeah, mm. don't, well, don't throw out the baby with the bathwater. Yeah. I, I agree. Um, it, you know, it is difficult, but I mean, it's, it's definitely great to have, um, you know, hear that from you and from the cast and to hear kind of the permission to like, go ahead and, and embrace it and still love what you loved. Listen to it watch it do like you do you you're not hurting anybody by mm. enjoying something that you know was a huge accomplishment for everybody you know when getting anything mm. off the ground is a huge accomplishment much less it being a hit do you know like it's it takes a it takes a lot it's costumers it's script supervisors it's lighting it's grips it's transpo it's uh, writers' rooms. It's acting coaches. It's choreographers. It's you know. It's it's um, it's everything. So yeah. So let's close out with a, an easy one. Three words to describe Anya. Okay. Um, curious. Passionate. Irritable. <laughs> Love that. Before wrapping up, let's do a few more TV topics questions and get you out of here. Let's start with this one. It's a good one. One more show that you'd like to see a season of at the same cast. It can be at the middle of the ser series or it could be an addition at the end. Which would it would be? Another season of a series that's over? Yes. Any show you just want more of? Uh, Fleabag. Ah, Fleabag. I like it. No one said that before. And if you could live in any TV show, popping in, in and out whenever you want. So you see your family, get to experience your life, but you do get to go visit and, you know, jump into that universe. Which one? Probably Star Trek. <laughs> Probably on the Enterprise. It's not a bad one. Star Trek has, <laughs> gives you a lot of possibilities. So yeah, I know we're out of time. Thank you so much for, uh, for being so generous with your time, your answers, and for your work on Buffy, of course. And your work on an upcoming spinoff to WandaVision, which I'm excited to see. Yes. Yes, me too. Very excited. I saw you pop up on, on that series and I was like, it's, it's Anya. I'm uh, so excited. I was tweeting and calling my friend and I told my wife, I'm like, it's Anya, it's Anya. <laughs> you know, I didn't know you were on the series and I was like, oh, that's uh, awesome. Okay. I know you have to go. I do. Thank you though. I appreciate it. This was really great. Thank you. Bye now. Bye. That was Emma Caulfield Ford hanging out on TV Topics. It was an absolute pleasure speaking with her, and I hope you enjoyed the conversation. Be sure to check out her latest work in Slayers, a Buffyverse story exclusively on Audible. Buffy fans will love it. It's really amazing. It brings back all your favorite characters, including Spike, Cordelia, Clem, Anya, of course, uh, and so many more. It's a brand new extension of the Buffyverse, and I think fans will love it. Emma will also be in the WandaVision spinoff known as Agatha Darkhold Diaries coming to Disney Plus sometime next year. 
A quick shout-out to Emily A.U. for our Funktastic theme song, and also to our voiceover announcer, Kari Loya. You can find him at kariloyavo.com. It's in our profile. If you want to follow me, you can do so directly on Twitter, Letterboxd, and even more now these days on Instagram, at Filmstork. Thanks for listening, and stay tuned for more TV Topics. TV Topics is an awards radar podcast produced by Stephen Prusikowski. Zap.